This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Thanks for being with us this morning. We now turn our attention to something that is happening in Richmond. And joining me on the line is Richmond resident Laura Galanders. Laura, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Hi, good morning, Joe. Good morning. Uh, this is something we often talk about in some Vancouver neighborhoods. It was very much why Vancouver City Council went forward with bringing in an empty homes tax. There is no such tax in Richmond, but tell us a bit about why it is you think that you are living next to or near to uh, an open, an empty house. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely happening um, all over my neighborhood. It's uh, a neighborhood with really large lots, so because of that, they can build really large mansions and they, for the most part, just sit empty. There are some that are occupied, but there are quite a few that are not. Yeah. And and what is it specifically? I know that uh, this was written about in the Richmond News. Not only that it's an empty house, but it sounds like it's not being taken care of. Mm-hmm. There's only so much... Um, that a maintenance person can do, I guess. I, Yeah, at first glance, the house looks fine, but uh, we walk by it every day um, on our way to school. Um, so like it said in the news, that um, they, they leave the green bin, the gardeners, like that, they mow the grass and they, they put it in the green bin and they leave it out on the curb. But we don't have sidewalks in Richmond, so it's actually right on the gravel between the grass and the road. And this is our only safe place to walk to school. So it's always right in our way So we move it out of the way after it's been picked up put it back and um, um, when you look a little bit closer you'll see that there's starling nesting all along the house and there's, there's uh, weeds and small trees growing out of the gutters and, and there has been broken glass in the, in the garage because people know it's empty so someone will throw a rock through a window and it'll sit there broken for weeks and weeks before somebody notices it and, I don't know exactly something fixes it, but it takes a long time. How long has uh, do you think the house has been sitting there empty? It's um, definitely been empty for six years. There was a family that lived in the older home there um, that went to our school. Um, they sold the house, and then it was um, it was redeveloped into this large home, and it's never been occupied. I did see one person there once about six years ago. I saw somebody with a suitcase. Um, and they said they were going to the airport. I tried to myself. Um, and that's the only time I've ever seen anybody there in six years. So have you ever talked to anybody that's that appears to be living in the house? No, there hasn't been anybody there since. Um, there hasn't, I, I've spoken to the neighbors since we walked by, and there's, it's quite a nice area where it's surrounded by people who live in their homes and who've been living there for a really long time. So sometimes we'll just have roadside chat about it and and. Everybody says, oh, yeah, nobody's ever been there, um, except actually <laughs> well, one neighbor told me that um, they, the senior citizen who lives next door actually witnessed a pornography movie being filmed through her kitchen window in there one time. <laughs> that's the only person she's ever seen in there. Huh. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's an interesting, uh, interesting use of the house. Um, yeah. Have you reached out to the city or brought your concerns to the city of Richmond? Yeah, I have. Um, for the first few years, um, I just would put the green bin away, and I, I didn't think anything of it. I thought I was just being neighborly, and I, you know, I thought I would meet the people one day and just explain that you have to put the bin out the day of the pickup. Um, but one day, uh, the bin was knocked over, and it was it was full of grass, and it was really heavy, and and it was knocked over, and it was right in our way, and I couldn't lift it up. So I thought, well, I should call the city and let them know this is going on, and maybe they can do something about it. So I did call the city. Um, 
and they said they would come and leave a note on the bin that it was put out too early. And obviously nobody sees the note because nobody lives there, so it just stays there. Uh, the note just stays on the green bin. Um, I did call and I talked to the city another time about it, and they said they would actually leave them a letter, and um, they left it on the door um, at the house, and you could see it just stuck there for, for a few weeks. Um, there was, uh, I guess the gardener must have taken it down at some point. So, um, And the city said that it's not, I thought, well, maybe if you find them, if you, if you find them for putting the bin out early, then it'll it'll do something and they'll realize that maybe that they should rent the house out or or that they need to hire somebody to come put the bin away as well. They can't just hire somebody once every two weeks to mow the lawn and leave the bin out there on the road. You're not allowed to do that. Um, but the city said it actually wasn't a finable offense. There was nothing they could do besides just awareness and, and letting them know. If the house was taken care of better and the bin was put away and it w- and it didn't look so messy, uh, would you be okay with that, or are you more upset with the fact that it's empty? Well, I think that empty homes are a huge problem, right? I, it's really sad. Our, our neighborhoods are emptying out. Our schools are being threatened with closure. Some of our schools are um, are half empty. Ours isn't, but the one in the neighborhood next door is. Um, in the Gilmore neighborhood next to ours, that school's quite empty, and we were threatened with school closures last year because of this, and, and it just, you know, homes are should be lived in. So, yeah, it's it's got a lot of, of socioeconomic consequences for, for the city as a whole and the neighborhood. Would you like to see Richmond bring in uh, an empty home tax similar to what's happening in Vancouver? Yeah, I think that that would be a really good step. I, I, we have to see, I guess the city wants to see how Vancouver does with it. I, I know that Vancouver raised a lot of money um, last year with the empty home tax that they brought in. And if that can get put into into building some purpose-built rental, I think that would be great. I'm a real advocate of renting um, we actually rent our house down the street from this house and we've rented for 12 years and we've raised our family here and all our kids have gone to the school and and renting is a really realistic option for a lot of people. So I think that if the empty homes tax either uh, incentivize um, mansion owners or empty home owners to rent out their house to a family or it raises money for the city to do something good with it, then I think that that's a good thing. Right. Even though if, if it does lead to raising a lot of money, that would that would mean that people aren't renting their homes out. It would mean they're leaving the homes empty and simply paying the tax. Exactly. Yeah. I think that, that um, Paris, there was an example in Paris where they, they had a 20 percent tax and it, it, people who owned the houses were so wealthy that they didn't bother renting the houses out. And then they increased it to 60 percent. And that was enough money that it actually um, their vacancy rate in the city. So and I think that it's up to the city to find a balance of what's going to what's gonna get people to rent their houses out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura, how many houses do you imagine or do you think, uh, from living in the neighbourhood, in your neighbourhood or in your general uh, immediate area, how many do you think are empty? Mm. I'm not the best at estimating, <laughs> but um, on my street alone, which is a long street, I, I think there must be at least six or seven uh, empty houses, but Ours is actually, we're pretty lucky. Our, our neighborhood is, is, is like our street is, is quite occupied. But a couple of streets down, I, I have a friend who lives on, on one of the streets in our neighborhood, and the entire street is um, large homes, um, and they are almost all empty. 
And so she feels like she's living in a, well, she's been living in a construction zone for the last five, 10 years, but that has no neighbors, right? So the kids just walk past all these empty houses and there's, there's no safety there. There's no neighborhood feel. You don't get to know your neighbors because nobody's there. So I, I think, I, I don't know, maybe it's 20% empty. You know, that would be an estimate as far as the houses go. All right. Well, we'll leave it there and uh, see what happens next uh, moving forward. Laura, thanks so much for joining us today. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks for having me on. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.